Welcome to Mask Off, a podcast about life, perspective, and deep thought. This episode is with my dear friend Bridget, who I met while I was studying abroad in London in my fall semester. And we talk about relationships, love, and a lot of interesting things that I didn't know would come up. I hope you guys enjoy. My name is Bridget Lyons. So Bridget, where are you from? Emily. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is how I get us warmed up. I know. So oh I'm God, it would be so awkward. Okay. It's okay, it's okay. Wait. Okay, where are we doing? My name is Bridget Lyons. So Bridget, where are you from? I am from Northern Virginia, right outside of Washington, D.C. And what university do you go to? I go to the College of William & Mary in Williamsburg. Nice, nice. And um, I actually just met Bridget in Mm -hmm. my studying abroad program. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. (laughs) She lives literally 10 feet away from me, and I have had the pleasure of speaking with her, and she is a really cool person. And has given me some very good insights on relationships and love. Something that I know I struggle with and a lot of other women our age struggle with. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Bridget, um, how old were you when you got into your first relationship? My very first relationship? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, thank you for the line. My first, like, official relationship was in high school. I was, I believe, 17. Yeah, 17 years old. It was, like, my first, like, I have a boyfriend relationship. And before your I have a boyfriend relationship in high school, Mm -hmm. did you have things with guys or flirtations? Yeah. I, 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 like, you know, it's high school. Like, I I had things, but I never, I I was always, no, I, I never had a real relationship before that. Just, um crushes big crushes big crushes yeah okay okay so <laughs> were you a junior in high school then yes yeah oh my gosh this feels so long ago now but yeah I think I was a junior no yeah I was a junior I was a junior no yeah you're 21 years old yeah, right I'm 21 yeah so that was what almost four years ago now but it feels like oh, sorry I'm banging the table um it feels like it was feels like it was longer ago but I guess four years doesn't even sound that long. No, it doesn't. But it is long. Four years yeah, is a long no, time. Yeah, it no, it's a long time for sure. So your first relationship, mm-hmm. you were 17 years old. Yeah. And did it start out with texting constantly? Were you guys mm-hmm. hanging out all the time? So he, I went to an all-girls school in high school. Um, and I was a little nerd. Um, and my little sister's best friend had an older brother. So they introduced us. Um, his name was Nick. Nick. I think that's fun to say, yeah. yeah. Um, and um, I actually uh, had braces. Whoa. <laughs> and I was very embarrassed because I, you know, I was a junior in high school and my mom made me get braces on for like the fifth time. And so we started off just by texting. And I like tried really hard not to meet him. I ended up meeting him like twice with my braces on. And we went out for the first time after I got my braces off because I was so embarrassed to see him and, like, meet him, you know. But, but yeah, so it started off with texting in high school. In retrospect, though, do you think it's still embarrassing to have met up with him in, with braces or do you think you were just being silly and stupid? In retrospect, 
I think it would have been I mean I I'd met him with braces I just was so awkward about it and like I kept my mouth closed the entire time and I was like trying to speak with like my lips covering my braces I was being oh my god it was embarrassing looking back on it but like he never cared you know mm-hmm. and I, I think that's uh, that was like a big insecurity of mine at that point and now I obviously see how unimportant it is but I also think that he, he was a good one you know and he actually just didn't care Okay. Or so it seemed. Oh, so it seemed. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, yeah. Or oh, so it seemed. I bet he didn't care. No, I doubt it. So when you guys started texting and talking, did you mm-hmm. start telling each other personal things right away, or was it more just fun flirtations things like what's happening during my day? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember, mm-hmm. but it was definitely, it was definitely more like fun flirtatious. I'm a high schooler. You know, stuff, uh, sending each other, like, pictures, Snapchatting, texting about, like, our day and, like, funny things. I'm not really, so, even in high school, I've never been someone who, like, likes to put it all out there. Yeah. yeah so. Yeah. Secretive. Not secretive. Close. You're closed <laughs> off. Like, you don't want to share everything Right away. Well, especially not with, like, you know, some boy I, like, barely knew. Yeah. And I had braces, so. <laughs> nah, just kidding. Did you guys ever say I love you to each other? We did. Wow. Um, we said I love you frick, uh, right before I turned 18. Okay. And So seven months in? Eight yeah. months in? Yeah. Yeah, it, so. was, it was almost... Oh, geez. I could count, but I won't. won't. It was less than a year in. Mm-hmm. But it, we, it was like a while in. Um, I don't feel like counting right now, but... He's, he said, I love you, mm-hmm. and I started crying because I got nervous, not because I was like, this is the happiest day of my life. I, like, genuinely was just, like, terrified. I was like, oh, my God, what am I doing? I'm so young. Um, and I also, like, in high school with someone who was like, I'm not going to say I love you for the first time until, like, it's my person, you know? <laughs> like, I was very much, like, a believer in, like, oh, boy, a believer in, like, um, even know how to call it catholic school you know yes yeah, <laughs> yeah. like you're gonna find the one and this is gonna be the one that yeah, you marry yeah. because you're absolutely in love with him yeah exactly yes so i waited a while i think i waited like uh, at least a month and then i i said it back i was like i love you, you know? why did you say it back did you say it back because he had said i love you out of scaredness or were you just saying it back because you truly felt like you could be in love with him. I think at that point he'd said it and I'd let time pass because I really wanted to make sure I felt it as much as I kn- knew I could. I mean, I was 17, so, like, mm-hmm. um, I think if my memory serves me correctly, yeah. I, could, I could take a peek back at my old diaries, but um, <laughs> I think I really felt it as much as I knew what, like, love could what be. could be was supposed to be, you know? Yeah. Because I was very determined on not saying it unless I was sure that I felt, like, a certain way, you know? So, I don't regret saying it. I think love is something that, like, uh, its meaning certainly changes as you get older, what you experience, the people you experience. So, for me, at that age, I think that I was in love, but what that love was to me is different than it was now, you know? Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, because love is such an ambiguous term. Yeah, we all have absolutely. our own meaning for it. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you were with him, you said, for two years. So mm-hmm. why did you guys break it off? I went to college. Um, <laughs> and I... <laughs> I don't know if I should say this. Just say it, yeah. 
feel bad. Honestly. Um, I, he wanted to date in college, and I was very nervous about dating in college. And so I told him I would give it a go, you know, and I did, you know, give it a good old run for its money for like two months into college mm-hmm. and then called it quits. And I was, I was very sad. I was very heartbroken. And, you know, in college, like your first like two months of college, you don't really have amazing friends yet or anything. That's actually how I became friends with some of my best friends today because we were like barely friends and I went through this breakup and I was like heartbroken and they were the only people that I like knew on campus. So I had to turn to them and, you know, there's always that one moment where you guys are like, oh yeah, we're friends. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah. And then I immediately started, I immediately started going out with another man. Immediately right after. Yeah. How, how soon? Like uh, (laughs) the day. The day? I started hooking up with another guy. Okay. The day after. Were you doing it because you felt lonely and you needed validation? Or were you doing it because you were, you had never had the opportunity to do it before? I think, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd hooked up with people before Nick. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, at college is different, I guess. Um, this, this, this boy, whose name I'm not going to, to I'm going to admit, um, he, we had like a flirtation ship, I guess, kind of while Nick and I were dating. And I think, which obviously wasn't good. I think I knew that I was like, I really liked the concept of, he was older and I was a freshman. And I think I just was really entranced by the concept that like some older popular guy would be into me. And, and he's very smart. And I, in retrospect, I am like, oh, Bridget, honey, what are you doing? But I think I think it was a mix of like I wanted validation, I wanted comfort. You know, I was a baby in college, and I, I you know, I just broke up with my boyfriend, and I don't know. I don't want to say I regret any of my relationships, but that's one that I look back on, and I'm like, you didn't need that. You didn't need to do that. You know. Yeah. So, <laughs> so. you br- did you end up breaking it off with breaking it off with him, and then turning to a hookup culture this the second guy yes not nick yes um he oh god i can't really remember i want to say he broke it off with me Mm -hmm. and i think it was because he was graduating or something no 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 he was like we need to i can't remember but i remember he broke it off with me oh and i was like well fuck (laughs) this sucks because i'd never at that point what was i 18 i was like a boy is never like dissed me before Mm -hmm. and then and then he did you know and I was like wow this is real life man I'm in college now (laughs) gotta stop playing around with those 22 year olds yeah but silly of you to say (laughs) but did you ever join the hookup culture or were you more of a dater I've always been more of a dater Mm -hmm. um not necessarily like full-blown relationships like the second guy after Nick I never called him my boyfriend or anything I, I still wouldn't. I would just say that we, like, went out. Um, but, no, I've always been more of a dater for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I've certainly partook in a hookup culture, um, but... But why dating? Because a lot of girls in college do more of a hookup yeah. culture, mm-hmm. you know, because they feel like they need to have these one-night stands. But yeah. to be a dater is different. Yeah, I know. And I know it gets a lot of hate, too, because um, I think people don't... I think people... I'm sorry, I just saw a photo of your ass on your wall. (laughs) 
It's not my ass. Oh, God. It's my friend's ass. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> Sorry, Emily's friends. Um, Hanukkah present, okay? <laughs> Amazing gift. Um, I think... Uh, <laughs> Oops. They're good friends. No, I know. I love it. Um, I think... Mm-hmm. So, for me, I always grew up... So, I think there's a few things. My mom raised me and to be, like, extremely... Now, I don't want to say, like, cautious with men at all, but, like, she was very much, like, traditionally. She, she raised me, like, traditionally in terms of, like, men and dating. And she was always, even, oh, my God, my first date that I ever went on, I was in sixth fucking grade. And we went to the movie theaters. And my mom gave me a whole talk beforehand, and she was like, now listen, Bridget, he pays for you or you're not going in. And, like, so traditional, which obviously now I'm like, but, so I think I just, like, was raised like that you know where I was like a boy needs to take me on a date and like Mm. like respect me and like get to know me and all this stuff high school catholic all girls high school I feel like I had like (laughs) the same thoughts I've never been I've never been judgmental I mean like I don't give a shit what anyone else does and I've hooked up with plenty of people but um like for me personally it doesn't make me feel like great it's just not something I love like I really like to get to know people you Mm -hmm. know and sometimes I wish that I liked just, like, hooking up with, with random people because I feel like it's fun and exciting and sex. And, <laughs> you know, I mean, like, what's wrong with that? But I, it's just, I don't know, tried and tested. It's, it's not, it hasn't always been for me. You know, that was a terrible explanation. No, that was a perfect explanation. I'm trying to say that, I'm like, the lead, like, I don't want to come across as judgmental because I'm, no, no. I'm not, like, I'm not at all. You're not. You're I just, not. like, find myself. It's, like, the same way with, like, friends. Like, I have, like, I like being friendly with people, but I only have a few very close friends, and I don't like to expand, like, my self, pa- like, past that. Maybe it's a trust thing. I don't know. But I think for dating men is sort of, like, friendship for me like I really like if I'm if I'm gonna you know I'm I'm explaining this so poorly so hear me out if yeah. you're go- if you're dating men mm-hmm. is it because and you said you want to get to know them mm-hmm. do you sit there with them on those dates and listen to them talk about their stories and their lives and also share things about yourself <laughs> or are you more of a listener and in a sense like to absolutely indulge yourself into that man's life yeah I think it's both, but I do think, like, I've been on, a t- like, a ton of dates before with random men, and I think that it's sort of, like, a tell for me. Like, if I am just sitting back listening to the guy talk about himself, and he's boring, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I wish I had a better... See, this is where, like, if I had a moment to think and we went on a podcast, I could give you, like, a beautiful answer. But. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> so, it's interesting because, all right, me personally. Yeah. I. Because you have a different way yeah, yeah. of thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. So, I, for me, I can't even get past the first date mm-hmm. ever because I end up doing what I just said. Like, I have them talk about themselves and yeah. I try not to say anything about myself. Yeah. Because I'm scared and I don't really trust men. Yeah. But you've gone past the first date with multiple men mm-hmm. and that's incredible and how do you but how do you do that like how is it a self-confidence thing or do you tend to be lucky in finding the right man and no no, no? and okay so you're saying you've been on so many dates with men what's the criteria for not going on another date with a man 
I think like okay, well, two things. Mm-hmm. Um, to answer your question first, criteria. I don't have like a specific criteria, but yeah. Okay, this is gonna sound so stupid. You know, how I told you that when I first meet someone. I, like, see a sparkle in their eye. Yeah. Like, I really do believe that. I feel like I can look at someone and, like, either you got the sparkle or you don't, you know? If you don't got it, you don't got it. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. And it's completely subjective. But it's... It's intuition. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and it's, um, like, I can go on a date with someone or hang out with someone and it's the same thing. I know if the sparkle is there... And if it's there, like, just, like, part of me wants to give another try. I've been on dates where it is not there. And I've been on dates where it's not there, and I've still gone on a second date, and I don't know why. Why? You have no idea. I guess sometimes I'm just like, this is fun, you know? But then I just end up being like, bye-bye. Do you like the attention that you get from these guys on these dates? Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And I feel like that's, like, that's not, like, I mean, we're being honest, yeah. I mean, like, I feel like... That's not something that everyone wants to admit, but like, it, yes, I, 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 yeah, of course. Yeah. I do. You do. I yeah. do. Yeah. So now I know you're in a long term relationship. Um, You've mm-hmm. been with this guy for two years. Mm-hmm. Um, how did that start? So we started by hooking up, and very painfully, after a long period of time, we ended up um, dating. Mm-hmm. But it was it was very messy. And if you don't mind sharing, what are some of the obstacles that you guys had to go through to get to the point where you are today? Um, I'll keep it PG, but uh, we... It can be PG-13. This is a rated <laughs> MA podcast. <laughs> we, um, so we started off just hooking up. I was actually going out with another boy at the same time, um, and... He, should I say his name? It's okay, yeah. I don't know if he'll like it or not. It's okay. <laughs> okay, well. You can say another name instead if you want. Okay. Sean. Sean. Okay, his name's me, Sean. Um, Sean and I um, were very different. Like, he is sort of the type of person that, like, gets, like, a lot of attention from, like, the ladies. And, like, he he really enjoyed that hookup, hookup culture, culture, you know. Um, and I'm trying to say this, I love you, Sean. Um, but, and I was, ugh, it was a messy start. I was dating another guy and I don't really know what I was like doing with my life. I kind of like had the whole summer just like going out with like people and exploring, you know, and, um, so I'm losing my train of thought. Okay. So you had the whole summer going out with other people <laughs> yeah. and then you ended up. Dating, dating two char- boys at once. Yes, yes. <laughs> Not literally dating, though. There were no actual no, symbols no, no. to it, right? No. So that's very important. So, yeah, right? yeah. Do you consider that that's okay? I do, but I think I think I don't. Like, in that situation, I... So the guy that I was dating from home, he... We were, we were dating, but we didn't label it because... I, like, I was going back to school, we don't go to school together, you know? And I think it's hypocritical of me. I knew what I was doing was bad. And I, I felt really guilty about it. And I'm not really the type of person who, like, does stuff like that where I know I'm going to, like, hurt someone. But I don't know, I'm just, you know, going for it. My friends probably heard enough of it to last a lifetime. But um, I, 
if someone, if a guy had done that to me, um, which Charlie, oh, I just said his name, which Sean, Sean, <laughs> which Sean later did, mm-hmm. I would be really hurt, you know, I'm really pissed off. And so I think labels are not, I think, I don't know. I feel like people are usually on the same page. Yeah. You know, at least in my experience, People are usually on the same page. So what you were doing was kind of messed up, you would say. Yes. Yes. And you think if other people do it, it's messed up. Because it's not, quote unquote, cheating, but in a sense, you're not showing that you truly like this person. I I have a question. Because I don't want to, like, put that on other people. But, I mean, can I say, like, for me personally, yes. Like, I, I, I guess, like, when I was younger, I always wanted to be someone that was, like, oh, like, we don't have any labels, like, we're chilling, you know, um, like, my little sister is like that, but I'm, I'm not, like, if we are spending, like, tons of time together, if we're doing things in, um, a relationship way, if we're meeting each other's friends and families and all that shit, and we're telling each other personal things, um, that, to me, is a relationship, whether or not you've, called me your girlfriend or not Mm -hmm. and I believe it vice versa too you know Mm -hmm. um and so for me personally I do think that I what I did was kind of fucked up because it would have hurt me if I was in that situation yeah so if you were to advise another young lady or young man you would say make sure you're only committing to one person despite the fact that there may not be labels or make the lines clear because that's like I mean commit committing is up to you but I do think the lines get very blurred and I've seen my friends go through this a thousand times where like inevitably someone gets hurt and I feel like it's always seen as like the woman getting hurt but I know it goes both ways you know um men have feelings too and really um yeah believe it or not uh, I think they have more feelings than we do but <laughs> but um I think just to define the labels I mean okay. like I know like I know it can be awkward but like what what's the point in not like I mean, you're going to either get hurt or you're going to start dating and just just define the fucking label. Like, mm-hmm. you don't really have anything to lose. Like, if you want to define a label and they're not going to give you the answer you want, then not defining the label in the first place is just going to get you hurt. Just define it, you know? And that's what, that's what I have learned through multiple things like that. Like, whether I've been the one that doesn't define it or someone else doesn't define it. Saves you a lot of trouble if you just define it. So when you started dating Sean, how mm-hmm. did you learn to trust him? Because you mentioned earlier that he's a womanizer, and from my um, experience, I don't know how I would be able to trust someone yeah. um, who used to be a womanizer. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, as you know, I, um, I, start, I have some issues pertaining to my abilities to trust, um, as I think probably a lot of people do. Um, and we, he, he did something bad. He did something bad. He did something bad when we were not labeled, you know. As you were mentioning earlier, yeah. not labeled, but. And. Okay. And it, it, it really, really fucked me up. I like, I, I've never felt that, I don't know, like, I, I don't, like, sometimes I thought about it and I was like, are you being dramatic? Like, you guys weren't even labeled. But I don't, like, but no, it's like what I just said. We were in a relationship, you know, and it really hurt. Like, I've never felt a hurt like that. 
I think because I'm someone who, I'm a dater, and I'm someone who really, really respects myself, and I want a man to do the same, to really respect me, and I don't get to know someone like that unless I think that they do, and then he proved that he didn't, you know, and I was so hurt, but I think I was really angry at myself. Um, why were you, why? Because I, I, I always thought that I knew better, you know, and I always had this, like, perception of myself where I was this, like, bad bitch, like, super strong, you know, like, boys don't get me down, all that, you know, all that stupid stuff, and, um, but he did, and I was, like, Bridget, like, you are one of the least trustworthy people I know, yet somehow you managed to get yourself in this shit. Like, seriously? Like, why wasn't your fucking trust radar on when you needed it to be? Like, I just, I really beat myself up, and it just, I just made me so angry at myself. I was like, how do I, how do I trust myself, like, if I can't read these fucking traps, you know? Um, so, I, um, how did I trust him? Long story, but another, I, I hooked up with um, someone else to get back at him and, you know, that whole shebang. You were vengeful yeah, after that. It's very vengeful. I just wanted to do something that made me feel strong. And I remember when I hooked up with um, the guy after Sean, he, I didn't feel strong. I felt very sad um, because I didn't, I didn't need to hook up with him. I didn't really want to. I just, I was just, I, you know, I wanted to do something that would hurt him. And it did hurt him. It hurt him really bad. But that didn't make me feel better. It just made me feel sad, you know? Oh. And um, a few weeks went by, um, and I, like, completely cut him off. Was so angry. I was like, goodbye, you're gone forever, you're graduating. And then he came and sort of, like, <laughs> I don't want to embarrass him, but he, he asked for me back uh, in a very convincing way, like, very to what point though like to what extent can a man ask you back where you're convinced yeah so I wasn't convinced but I think so I had this was a, a like a point in my life where I've never experienced something like this before and I really was so confused um because I swore to myself if I ever was in a situation like that I would never get back together with a guy I would just move on like yeah. fuck him you know but I was struggling so hard because I really liked him and I hadn't felt like that about anyone and I was so aware I was like this like don't get yourself in a toxic situation like you love yourself too much for this but when he came to like talk to me finally after a few weeks I was like okay yeah you can like we can come you can talk um and he said some really beautiful things to me it wasn't just the words I, I made it very clear to him that I didn't trust him. And then I probably wouldn't ever trust him again. But I was... You were willing to give him the benefit of the doubt? No, I was willing to give him a shot. Okay. Not another shot. I was willing to give him a shot at a legit relationship. One where we have labels and we're together and we're in a relationship. And I made it extraordinarily clear that if he fucked up on any front any front 
doesn't matter what, how big, how small, he was done because I couldn't handle that. And I think to me, I mean, in retrospect, I'm glad I did that. But at the time, I was very conflicted. I was like, am I doing the right thing? Like, I, I wanted to make it so exponentially clear that he was not going to fuck up again. Yeah. And if he really wanted me that badly, then those were the terms, you know? Um, and I was like, am I being stupid? Um, and so for months, for a very long time, I had major trust issues with him, would bring up what he did all the time. Because I oh. think I did, yeah. Cause I, and I tried so hard to let it go, but I just, like, I couldn't, I couldn't get over it. Like, I think that was part of, like, my healing process was, like, making him run through it with me, like, a thousand times. I, I would get so angry at him. I would scream at him and fight with him, and I just, like, I, I like, I, I don't know. But then at the same time, I was falling in love with him. So it was really confusing, and... Did your relationship start off with an ultimatum then, would you say? Oh. <laughs> and I know that sounds what really you, what off. You, like, give well, because you said you got, he came to you, and he convinced you, quote-unquote, and said these beautiful things. Well, it wasn't and the you beautiful were, things that yeah, convinced me. And, and him, himself as a person, because you really, yeah. truly liked him. Yeah. Uh, but you said that it if he d- did anything wrong, that would be it. So in a sense, that's kind of an ultimatum. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I did. I've never really thought about it like that. I think I was just trying to protect myself. But at the same time, like... He was all for it. He 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 made it clear that he wanted... He's graduating. And that was, like, one of the reasons why we'd never defined it. And why he'd been... Like, it was something that we just, like, never talked about. Because it was... Man, we both knew he was graduating and gonna move away um and I was still in college for two more years um but he made it clear like we're yeah let's do it you know yeah and um we ended up we decided not we decided together that we wanted to break up when he graduated so we broke up for like two days and it was horrible and that's and then that's and then we I like drove up to his house in New Jersey and we were like we're now like let's not we don't need to force a breakup because I'm graduating and and then he told me that he was in love with me and whoa but on the point of trust words don't mean shit with trust it it took me I still sometimes like no I still sometimes get nervous um not not really about him I don't know I do trust him I trust him a lot now but it really took me time and it was painful, you know? I Like trust is such a hard thing to gain and it can be lost so quickly. And um, wor- words don't mean anything. You could tell me a thousand words, but what matters is actions and actions take time. So if you're going to give someone a second to regain your trust, you gotta be patient with yourself and with them because they have to prove it to you and you have to accept that they are proving it to you, mm-hmm. you know? So, and how did he prove it to you? In a thousand ways. Um, I think, I don't want to reveal too many of my personal secrets, but um, he he has been with me in all of my darkest Hardships. days. Yeah, and he has been with me in a way that no one else has really been with me. Like, not my family, not my friends. Um, 
I, I had some like pretty horrible times and I just like like it was scary for me but he was like unflinching like he was always there it didn't matter what I was going through how scary it probably was for him how much I took it out on him he was there he was always there and that to me I mean doing that one time great but I happened to have a misfortune of having like the last two years and he was seriously there every single time something like like something just like totally fucked me up so if that didn't prove it to me then I don't know what does you know well like why would he why would he be there for me if I couldn't trust him like I'm at the point where like I mean if I'm thinking about him cheating on me like he's not like why the fuck would he be there for all that shit like if he's planning on cheating on me mm-hmm. I also know he's I feel like he's different now than he was two years ago like I feel like he's grown up a lot you know like he left college he has a job and he's very smart and he's I, he's just made it abundantly clear over the last two years you know that he he's here for me he wants me and he's given me lots of time and room to accept that you know mm-hmm. and I think that's really important so is it comforting that you have someone that feels this way about you that loves you in this way romantically yes it is um but is it what everyone says it is no so (laughs) like once you're in love everything is okay yeah so I think there's like two prongs to that answer um should I should I discuss like what people think about like relationships and being in love or like just however you feel is the best way to answer okay so my question yeah I think that I told you this before there's a huge misconception about being in relationships and you're telling me like doesn't it feel like beautiful that you're in a relationship and yeah it does but I know a lot of people don't think of it that way like I know I have a lot of friends um, a, a lot of my friends really who think that like being in a relationship is like a curse and they're like oh god like you have a boyfriend I'm like you're no fun and I'm like bitch I'm more fun than any of you and I have a boyfriend like seriously now I was mean should have said that but um yeah there's like a misconception that like you have a boyfriend and so you're tied down or you're in a relationship and you're tied down doesn't have to be a boyfriend um, and I just don't think that's true because of what you just said, because of the fact that you have someone that that loves you like that. And it's like a reflection of your own love to yourself, sort of. And I just think it makes you more free in a way. Like it makes you more confident. It's like your love times two, you know, makes you more confident, makes you happier. And um you know, it, it gives you someone to rely on. Um, and I think I'm losing my train of thought, but I think it like, um, if the only thing you're missing out on is having sex with random people, then like, what's so bad about a relationship? Why can't I just have like amazing sex with one person? Guaranteed great sex, because I wouldn't be in a relationship with him if it wasn't. And my friends just like, not all of them, sorry guys if you're listening to this, but some of them just like can't seem to get that. That like a relationship isn't a curse. 
you know? Like, I don't have to think about things that my friends think about when we go out. Mm-hmm. Like, boys, for example. I don't get insecure the way I know I would going out if I was looking for someone to potentially hook up with. Because I'm not, you know? And I know that I love myself and I have someone else who loves me the same way. So I don't have to have that insecurity or that constant thought like some of some people I know do about like which which boy is going to give them validation, I guess. I know that's a little hard, but or a little harsh, but oh, I shouldn't have that was all Well no That was all jumbled. That was yeah. all jumbled. No, I see what you're saying. Yeah. 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 But what I'm also asking is, so you just explained how amazing it is to be in a relationship. But you're asking, is it not always amazing? Not that, but are you saying now that you are in a relationship, like you found, I'm not going to say your true love, but Mm -hmm. you found someone that you love. There are people out there that are constantly chasing for love because they feel like once they have love, they'll be happy. Yeah. Do you agree with that statement? Oh, no. (laughs) No. I mean, I'm still a person, you know. Does all your problems go away? Oh, certainly not. Like, I mean, frankly, if you believe that, then, like, you're too hopeless romantic. I'm a person, you know. I, like, I I have problems that I had before, and the problems are still there. Like, just because I have someone that loves me doesn't mean I don't, like, doesn't mean everything just, like, disappears. I'm not, like wrapped up like I'm still in love nothing else matters you know everything else still matters I wish I could say it was that way but it's not it's great because you have someone else who understands you to support you with all the shitty things that still go on in life but it doesn't mean that they just don't go on you know Mm -hmm. and what are the cons to a relationship the hardships yeah okay hardships to a relationship trust issues obvious one um particularly if you have trust issues, it's that's something more to think about. I think when you're in a relationship that means a lot to you, you have more to lose. The same thing like with like your friends or family, I guess, like and I know that's maybe not a great way of looking at it, but like for me personally, like when I love someone romantically or not, that you know, I could I could lose them. And I have lost people that I've loved and it's terrifying and I know like for me personally a big issue that I had with Sean in my relationship is that I am a pusher I like I push people away because I have had some traumatic experiences with people that I love you know doing some pretty terrible things and I so I'm a pusher if I love you I'm gonna try not to and it's something that I've worked on you know with with people (laughs) and But I think um, issues like that, trust issues, come up in one way or another. Um, what else? Cons. Cons. I would have, so you said it's okay being tied down, but is it not always okay being tied down? Does it, that ever happen to you? So I think it depends on the person and how you look at it. Because like, you're, I know this is really quick, like yeah. you are so young and I bet you get this all the time. Oh, Bridget, you're only 21 and you're in a long-term relationship with an older guy who has already graduated and is getting his life together. Yeah. I do hear that, and it terrifies me. I think, like, on a smaller level, like a more personal level, I don't feel tied down. Like, I know people who get in relationships, and that relationship is their life, 
They spend every waking moment with that person. That's who they think about. That's who they dream about. That's who they talk about. I mean, I'm in London. I'm, I didn't see Charlie. I didn't see Sean. Whatever. I've said his name a thousand times. For, like, almost three months. Mm-hmm. And that's not being tied down, you know? And he doesn't tie me down because he would never have told me not to do that. And I never... I wouldn't be dating him if he was the type of person that would tell me not to go do something that I really want to do, like move to a country across the world. Um, and so I, I don't think you need, you don't think you have to be tied down in a relationship. I think that's like a, you can make yourself tied down, but you can also, it can also be really freeing, you know, like I said before, like you can go do whatever the fuck you want to do, but you know, it's nice because someone has your back when you do all those same things that you want to do. If I wanted to move to Guam right now, and I really wanted to do it, Charlie would probably be like, yeah, Ridge, like, that's, that's what's right for you. And, like, that's the type, like, that's the relationship I want, you know? Um, what else did you ask me? Well, here, let me ask you this. So, what, how do you know someone is ready for a relationship? Oh, oh you asked me about marriage, I didn't answer that. Um, I'll ask you that in a second, okay. then. Yes, how do you know um, someone is, like... All these people might be looking for relationships, yeah. but who says you're ready for a relationship? Because mm-hmm. I know so many relationships that end up in, you know, total turmoil. Like, they're constantly fighting. Yeah. One of them is envious or clingy. Yeah. And it's just a total mess. And that's what may be pushing me or someone else away yeah. from the prospect of a relationship. I think, and I told you this before, too, and it might sound cliche, because I'm pretty sure it's like a saying on bumper stickers, but... I don't think that you should be in a relationship if you do not love yourself already. And I think that's something that a lot of young women and, like, teenage girls struggle with is self-love. And I think it's normal, but I think that getting in a relationship can sometimes be detrimental to you if you don't have, you know, if you don't have enough self-love and self-confidence and and like self self patience, you know, um, like I said before, like I think relationships kind of emulate the love that you have for yourself, and so if you don't love yourself, then a person that you're dating isn't gonna love you the way that you want to be loved, you know, and it's usually gonna end up toxic or fucked up, and you're crying and it fucking sucks. And frankly, if you haven't reached that point, then every relationship that you're in is probably going to look something like that. Personal opinion. That's just that's just what I think. Because I, I, I really... Like, how can you expect someone else to love you and to treat you the way that you really know you deserve to be treated when you don't treat yourself that way, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of women are like, why can't I get in a relationship? Like why do my relationships suck? Like, why do they end so poorly? And I don't think, I don't think it's wrong of anyone to not have mastered self-love yet. Like, who has? But I think, like, if you're in those relationships, I, like, take a step back, you know? And, like, like, give, give yourself a big hug. I just, I re- I'm a really big believer in self-love and I, and just, like, self-gentleness. And I don't think you can expect anyone else to give it to you if, you, you know, your person, your body, your soul, can't, can't give it to yourself first. So Work on yourself before you can give somebody else your love. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, all right, marriage now. 
What does the idea of marriage sound like to you? Is it something you ever think about or too young? Is Too young. Too young. Like you said before, people do have asked me, like, are you going to marry Charlie, you know? That terrifies me. I'm, I'm so young. I'm 21, and I'm not the type of person. I mean, if you want to get married young, great. Please invite me to your wedding. Um, but I'm... I'm, I'm not that type of, like, the idea of marriage right now just scares the shit out of me. And even when Charlie came to visit me last week, like, I had maybe, like, six people text me and be like, oh, my God, like, what if Charlie proposes to you, like, in London? And I was like, uh-uh, no. Like, I would not be dating Charlie if he knew me so little as to propose to me right now. Like, I just, the thought, ugh, the thought of marriage scares me mm-hmm. not ready for it maybe someday i will be but not right now okay okay you have an opinion on it on what marriage i do have an opinion on marriage Let's hear it. um well my how i feel about marriage yeah. uh personally I just didn't give you an opinion i just told you i'm not ready for it <laughs> we're not talking about me <laughs> i'm flipping the tables okay um i don't think I'm ever going to get married. Um, my opinion on myself is that I'm never going to find someone that I will be able to love and trust with my whole heart and vice versa, the person to me, mm-hmm. because that is the type of person I would want to marry. Because the idea of committing yourself to one human being, and you know, human beings are so flawed, and I know flaws yeah. are so beautiful. But it's that one flaw that can totally tear apart yeah. your entire heart. Yeah. Your, your entire heart. And I don't want to get hurt. Yeah. Because I have so many goals and ambitions, and I want my career and my life to come first. Mm-hmm. And I don't want for it to be ruined over some, I'm not going to say silly heartbreak, mm-hmm. but a heartbreak. Yeah. You know, for something that I thought was love. Mm-hmm. And so. That's my idea of marriage for myself. I think the idea of marriage is still very beautiful, and I think people can find their love and their soulmates, but or the person that they're going to marry in their lifetime. But I just I'm I've accepted it, and I think it's okay. Mm -hmm. I just think it's not in this lifetime for myself. Do you think that marriage has to take away things like your ambition and like your your work and what you want to do in life? Because I sure as hell don't plan on letting it do that. Well, no, but I think, but I think falling in love, even before the marriage, can. Why? It's distracting. But, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be, but it can be. Yeah, but what if you make it not distracting? And what if he hurts me? You know, okay, you can cut this part out if you want, but. Yes. I think that people who. I think that we learn love by, like, emulating other people, like, when we're little. Not Mm -hmm. emulating other people, but, like, we learn love by receiving love when we're growing up. Behavioral, you know? Nurture versus nature. No, no, like, I know I didn't receive love from my parents growing up, and that's what scares me the most because then I was hurt by someone that I did love. But it's not even that. I know that. It's also, I don't think anyone can fully understand me. Okay. I think I'm, like, so twisted. Not in a... I mean, I'm crazy, but we're all crazy. Crazy is such a, you know, everyone is crazy. But there's just so much about me, and 
I don't know if anyone can truly be able to understand me and I'm not gonna say love me for the way I am but yeah. love me for the way I am literally yeah yeah do you do you think you could ever let someone try like don't knock until you try it sort of vibes I have tried but I feel like I think that's those are two different things though I feel like like the whole like learning love when you're little versus versus like someone understanding you I think those are two different things I think the first hump you have to get over well no one has tried to understand me that's the thing you don't really let them yeah or maybe I'm not willing to start the conversation so you're waiting for someone else to push not push but I mean I'm always willing to be vulnerable and share things about myself because Mm -hmm. if I'm vulnerable then they'll share more too but of course I'm not going to share fully because maybe I've only been on two or three dates with this person Mm -hmm. and I'm not about to completely open up you got the CIs but I might just I think I just I do have the CIs but I also think I have bad luck with choosing the men that I do go on dates with maybe um I don't get approached often to go on a date people really do look at me maybe like more sexually which is another thing Mm -hmm. that I have an issue with I don't trust men because I think they objectify women so much okay yeah and I don't want to be loved for my beauty yeah I want to be loved for like inner beauty yeah that's fair because I know there are like beautiful women out there but so then Mm -hmm. for example Mm -hmm. me and Charlie yeah Charlie and I initially were together purely for sex yeah and so in that sense, he, he, he wanted me for, for my beauty, Yeah. you know, yeah. but through that initial, and I was okay with it cause I wanted him for his beauty, <laughs> but through that initial <laughs> entry pathway, yes. he, we yeah. learned, we eventually without mm-hmm. even realizing it, without even wanting to exactly le- learned to, you know, fall in love with each other for mm-hmm. not our physical aspects, you know, for what's inside. So I don't want to get butterflies before a date. Like, I don't I don't want that. It's just such a waste of time. Because in the end, I'm going to get hurt. But what if you don't get hurt? Then that day may come. And I'm always willing to take it. But I know I'm not going to end up getting married. Because well, I, think marriage I think it's... Is, I think marriage or, is different than finding someone that you fall in love with. And I think that's going to be at least a decade before that happens. I think that's fine. I think you're, like, an 85-year-old in a 20-year-old's body. <laughs> If I was a dude, dementia. I'd be, I'd, no, not dementia. <laughs> no, you don't care. If I was a dude, I'd be scared as fuck to approach you. No, I stop. would. I would. You would intimidate the shit out of any guy. Stop. Men are dumb. No, exactly, and that's yeah. why I can't like be with a man like that. Yet, that you know of. Yeah, but at least in my twenties, I don't want to be with anyone. Okay, fine. Don't close your heart to it, though. I know, but I'm okay with it. Like I know I'm just like this different person that like probably I like I'm okay with it I don't think you're okay I think you know I had I went to a psychic once (laughs) and she told me (laughs) stop that I hear this (laughs) I am never she oh my god she's like you will you will find love in your lifetime but you will never actually find true love because you're going to be so focused on other things and I was like that's so true is that something that makes you happy or no it was just like nice to hear like like it was a psychic would you pay five dollars for a hand reading 55 she was right 55 dollars for a psychic it was in New Orleans oh it was at the madam it was at the madam shop you know Mm -hmm. it was very 
very famous around the world. Okay. And so I went to her, and she has been right about everything this entire year. I'm not even joking. One time I went to a psychic yep. in New York, and my mom was with me. I was, like, 10 yeah. years old, and she read me my future. Yeah. And in retrospect, I realized my mom probably told her what to say beforehand. She was like, she. oh, my God, it was literally like, you're getting bullied by three blonde girls right now, but you're better than them, and you need to know that. The boy that you have a crush on right now is going to ask you on a date in one year. And I, and I was like, oh, my God. And then it was like, you're going to grow up, get married, have three kids, and become a doctor. And I was like, yay! And I, now I'm like, fuck you, Mom. Is your mom really? Definitely! What the fuck? How would the psychic have known that? Well, maybe she did. No oh, way! I was like 10. No, 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 I was in middle school. I was 12. Was your, and your mom was with you. Yes. Your mom going first. Like, do you remember seeing? I don't. I honestly don't. It remember. could have been real. No she way. She didn't know about three blonde girls. It's too specific. She told my psychic told me some really specific things. I don't know. I had no idea I was gonna study abroad. She told no. me you were going to. She was like, you are going to be traveling more than you think. Because it was like, it's seasonal based, and then she does months. Or is that? And in the fall. No, I'm not even joking. And then in March, because I wasn't even playing, I was planning on dropping out of school, bro. So I was like. But then your psychic told you, and you came abroad instead. In, because your psychic put it in your no, head. No, she didn't put it in my head. I forgot about it until. Really recently, I was like, wait a second. My psychic literally told me I was going to be traveling. And here I am. So oh fuck God. you. <laughs> All right. Maybe maybe she's wrong. I don't really believe in psychics. Okay? A little bit. I think people can be clairvoyant. She, w- she was really right on some things, though. And I was like... So was my psychic, man. No one was there. I was by myself. <laughs> I was in a different state. I don't know. She probably stopped Shut your Instagram up. beforehand. It was on private. <laughs> well, shit. Well, must be real then. You turned this on me, you I bitch. Know, I did. This is great content. Now everyone's gonna know I have issues. <laughs> <laughs> My fans in Mongolia are gonna be like, our podcast host has. This podcast is whack. <laughs> has some serious issues. <laughs> no, but like, don't worry. So. If you could describe love in one word, what would it be? Okay. I just thought about this during our bathroom break. (laughs) (laughs) Very productive bathroom break. (laughs) Um, I don't think, first of all, I don't think you can describe love in one word, but the first word. Great way to preface it. (laughs) Continue. (laughs) Thank you. I hope I've really enlightened everyone. (laughs) Um, If I had to describe it in one word, the first word that came to me was forgiveness and it's not I don't I think of that not just in terms of romantic love just love in general and I was thinking of love you didn't say you didn't say in love so I was just thinking of love exactly and love in general yeah, yeah honestly the first thing that came to my mind was my family and how I sort of like I I love my family you know and I sort of love them unconditionally and I think when you really love someone, whether it's a friend or a family member or a significant other, you can forgive them, you know, when they fuck up. And I can think about my little sister, the number of times she has done something that just like breaks my heart, but like no matter what it is, like we bounce back because I love her 
I love like I love her, you know? And and so I forgive her. Wow. And so I think my word is forgiveness because when you love someone, you accept them and you forgive them. Yeah. I love that word. That is Aww. You know, it's so interesting. I thought it was going to be stupid. No. Everyone <laughs> I've asked always gives me a new word, even if I they haven't been on my podcast, because yeah. um, when I meet an intellectual and I think that they'll actually have a valid answer yeah. or an explanation for how they feel about love, I'm always curious to hear. And this yeah. is the first time I've heard forgiveness. Oh, yeah. And everyone always gives me something different. Yeah, it's so interesting. It's so how, like, Depending on the person, everyone finds a different word yeah. for what they think of. I know. Yeah. Isn't it? That's so weird. That's cool. Well, it's be- really cool. Well, because love, like, if you looked it up on the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, yeah. I don't even... What would it say? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually curious. curious. Def- definition of love. I think it's still the most a- ambiguous term out there. Definitely. An intense feeling of deep affection or <laughs> a great interest and pleasure in something. Oh, God. So love encompasses a range of strong and positive emotional and mental states. That I agree with. Yeah. But everyone has their own definition of what a positive emotional state yeah. is, right? Yeah. Good and bad is different for everybody. Mm-hmm. Wow. So interesting. Cool. Huh. Wait. I guess not all love. I think I don't think all love is positive. Like I guess <laughs> that sounds really <laughs> no. terrible. Um, I think it. I, I mean, I think it's positive, generally speaking. But I just gave you the word forgiveness. And so I guess, like, forgiveness is a good thing. But I think when you love someone, you have to accept that they are human, you know. Um, it's acceptance also. Yeah. No one's a robot, you know. And people fuck up and people have flaws. And when you love someone, yeah, it's acceptance. You accept them for those human flaws they have. And hand in hand with that is forgiving them when their flaws hurt you. Yeah. Forgiveness. I think it's something I've never really struggled with, but I do somewhat struggle with, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah. Forgiving people is very difficult because, again, you don't want to get hurt again. Exactly. You know? And exactly. Especially if it's for that same yeah. way. Maybe they cheated on you yeah. or maybe they lied to you. Yeah. And that's something I don't know if I can even forgive in my friends, but yeah. I do tend to forgive a lot of my family members and my close friends, so I never thought about it that way. Yeah. So I guess, wow, I mean, that was beautiful. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. That being said, yeah. I think, like, like I, I say that love is forgiveness, but I certainly, that's probably one, maybe I thought of that because that's, like, my one topic that I uh-huh. have, like, some trauma, like, associated with, not in terms of, of Charlie, but in terms of, like, friendships. Um, and so I think... I think love is a dangerous game, romantic or not. I think it. That's why. That's I guess what I was trying to get at earlier. It's 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 a positive thing, but it hurt. It hurts sometimes. It really does. And sometimes people betray you to the point where you can't forgive them, and and then, I guess I've been confused before because like I've loved people who have really hurt me and really betrayed me in a sense where like. I just can't forgive them, you know? Good. And, yeah, but then it, it, it confuses my brain because I... When do you stop forgiving? When, no, it's more like... When is it not enough? I think for me, it's it's like, um, I don't know how, like, personal to get on this. I, you know, I, I have, a di- like, a diagnosis, and um, I, I think, like, my brain, I struggle with... L- 
the fact that there are some people that hurt me so badly and I may, may never speak to them again, but like I did love them and that doesn't just go away. And I think that makes it hurt more because it's like the feeling of like you essentially just ruined my life and I still love you, you know, even though for myself, I can't like, I can't forgive you, but I still love you. Cause like love, love's real it doesn't just go away so yeah I don't know I think it's a a powerful thing mm-hmm. a very powerful thing what advice would you give to your younger self about love oh god advice to my younger self love romantic love or just love in general romantic love romantic love you know, I've only been in love twice I would say I think it's too young to tell too young to, I mean, I could have a different answer in five years, but I also think, like, understanding, sort of on the same, um, similar, like, line, love, love isn't perfect, because no one is perfect, and you're not perfect, I'm not perfect, and I think you need to, this seems sound weird, you need to be easy on love, you know, it's, it's a, it's a growing thing, it's a changing thing, it's flexible, you're growing, and you just you, you you need to you need to just be easy on yourself and you need to be easy on love and you need to be easy on your expectations because you know when you're 17 and you think oh wow maybe I'll marry this boy it's like you don't know who you're going to be in 4 years and what your perception of love is going to be and how you feel about the world and the people in it and yeah you just need to be I tell myself to be a little easier on 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 love and I guess that can be applied not just to romance, but to people, too. Okay. So what I was saying about, like, self-love and relationships and how I don't think that you should be in a relationship um, if you don't love yourself enough, um, I want to expand on that. Something that I think is really important in that sort of facet is that part, – so part of the self-love that I was talking about is sort of, like, the ability to trust yourself – and know that you're going to be okay because relationships aren't guaranteed. Uh, You never know how they're going to work out or what's going to happen. But what is guaranteed is you. Um, And you should be able to go into a relationship knowing that no matter what happens, you have yourself and you can rely on yourself to be resilient and to bounce back and to be okay if this relationship goes poorly. And I think that's something... um, that goes hand in hand with this idea of self-love that a lot of people um, don't really think about before relationships. And I think it can be really detrimental. Um, Yeah. So I think you, I think you really need to trust yourself uh, to know that you're going to be okay no matter what happens.